Down 0-3. Now the Florida Panthers have their backs against the wall as game four is Monday night at Emily Arena. On this edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, we'll be bringing in Alex Baumgartner of the Fifth Line 5R show to chat about the Florida Panthers now being down 0-3 against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. Let's talk about this. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to this Monday, May 23rd edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from pantherparkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Don't forget to also subscribe to Lockdown NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the postseason activities around the National Hockey League. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, Cats fans, uh. Another loss in this series as the Florida Panthers lose 5-1 to one against the Tampa Bay Lightning in Game 3, Sunday afternoon at Emily Arena. After having two days off, the Florida Panthers shifting around their power play unit with adding Patrick Hornquist uh, to the mix, scratching Anton Lindell and bringing in Maxim Mammon, who Maxim Mammon actually did not have – did – he had a pretty decent game. I, I saw him drive play a little bit more and a little bit of a pep in his step uh, with Max and Mammon being in the mix for the Panthers. But the issues, the same ones still remain for the Panthers is that many times when they're driving the play, the Florida Panthers tried to take a shot from the outside and there is a Tampa Bay Lightning player blocking a shot for the cat for the cats for and they doubled the amount of block shots for the versus the Panthers and just the, continuing that theme this whole series a, a team that scored over 4 goals per game in the regular season averages now one goal in these last 3 their power play got a goal in this one breaking their drought but still wasn't enough for the Panthers to come out with a win in this one. So let me bring in my guest here, Alex Baumgartner of Five Reasons Sports here to discuss this 5-1 to one loss against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Alex, uh, an- another tough one uh, for, for the Panthers as now they find themselves in this hole. Uh, three, three games to none. And... Man, what what a hole to be in for for this Cats team, a, a hole that none of us expected them to be in. Um, I'm going to give you the floor. Your thoughts, sir, on where the Panthers are right now. Yeah, so when the power play scored, instantly I thought, okay, they got one thing off their back. Now what can they do with it? And unfortunately, they weren't able to do anything with it because they got flat out embarrassed that third period. Um 
looked like they weren't a team that was down two goals, down 2-0 in a series in that third period. Absolutely no bite. Had one shot in the first seven and a half minutes of the period. Tampa was absolutely all over them. And Florida still had their chances. The chances were there. And yes, Andre Vasilevsky is the best goaltender in the world. Yes, he made some remarkable saves. But this is an historic regular season offense. It's an offense that ha- we haven't seen this good since the 90s. Highest scoring offense in the 2000s, 2010s, 2020s. Panthers have scored one goal, three straight playoff games. That's not good. They got their power play goal tonight. Nothing else to show for it. Yes, the power play had some chances after that, but this is the 60-minute hockey game. Tampa had less chances, but was able to capitalize on it. That Stamkos goal was very bad. The defensive breakdown, just having that guy wide open. I mean, there's not much more. Yeah, Bobrovsky got a piece of it. Yeah, maybe he could have stopped it. But you have a guy shooting a one-timer off the rush like that wide open. This isn't a this isn't a power play setup. This isn't an, an even strength, like, in the zone setup. This is off the rush. You got a guy wide open. The, the defense has done it multiple times this series where they let the, the Lightning just walk into the zone and they kept backing up. If you look at the, at the way Tampa was playing in that third period, they had about three to four guys back forming a wall. Florida could not get through. They were st- it was like that Washington series, the beginning of the Washington series, where there was no room to breathe. Washington, um, Tampa did that to Florida tonight in the third period. Tampa sat back when they needed to, and then they got the two empty net goals, 5-1 win. They're up 3-0 in the series. Florida, Huberto saying they can come back, but from what I saw today, that effort doesn't show me that they can come back. That game two effort was great for 59 minutes and 50 seconds. Great game. But they did not replicate that performance whatsoever today in Tampa. Mm Mm-hmm. And Sam Reinhart spoke about after the game how after the Tampa Bay Lightning scored two in the second period, that sometimes desperation kicks in where you try to make a play all by yourself, even when you're one on two of the opposition. And when you're when you're one on when you're one on two, being that the Tampa Bay Lightning have more players on their side, when you en- enter the zone trying to take it by yourself, <coughs> I, that stuff's not going to work. That's th- that stuff's just not going to work on Vassy neither. And I get it that <coughs> they're 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 down in the series. They were down in the game as well. But I just feel like the part of me forgets that the Panthers forgot who they are. And as well, and just they're continued to be shell shocked in this, and just trying to force things out right there. Look, the Panthers' this entire playoff run has been very up and down team. They haven't put together maybe more than one sixty minute performance that I was like, wow, the whole time they were going. That one sixty minute performance that I could think of was that comeback win in Game Four against Washington, where they just weathered the storm, fought back, won in overtime. That was probably the last time I could remember a really, like, 
60 minute game where I'm like, you know what? I think they checked pretty much every box bar the power play. Today, I know what Reinhardt said, you know, you get in desperation, you try and make these one one on two plays, one on three. The thing is at least someone's trying something when they're doing that. There's like they had no zone possess they had no um transition possession. Like, yeah, Tampa was very good in that third period of kind of just stopping the rush. But you got to somehow counter it. Uh, there was one play where there was three Lightning guys in the corner and one Panther in the third period. And I'm just looking at that like, what are you guys doing? Anyone that's played hockey, their coach will always tell you, two men on the puck in the corner. They got three. You at least send two, if not three. I mean, you're in the offensive zone. You got to start throwing bodies somewhere. And when they threw bodies at the net, the puck was loose. We saw that, but there was just not enough fight. And Andrew Burnett said the Lightning had more will. Well, they did. Mm -hmm. They had less chances, but they capitalized on those chances. They took it to the Panthers in that third period, kind of just suffocated them. That's what happened. Mm -hmm. And... uh... And and even then, early on, the the Tampa Bay Lightning were kind of a little loose with the puck, creating some turnovers for the Panthers to give them their opportunities. And just Mammon has a beautiful backhand attempt on Vasilevsky. Those are Ma- those Mammon are was the best chance. forward tonight for me. Today. Mm-hmm. No question. Yeah. He uh, you said it earlier in the show. He actually had drive. He gets in the lineup every time he gets in the lineup. The thing with Mammon is he at least tries. Because he doesn't have that guaranteed spot. And he had a couple chances offensively. Even the TN, when you had the TNT guys, the TNT guys are, are unbiased. They're going to say what they need to say. They called out certain performances. They accredited certain performances. They said Mammon's been everywhere. I'd keep putting him out. Mammon was the best forward for me tonight. Yes, he's probably probably the healthiest forward too. But More than likely. You know, he had the drive. He tried. He got some chances on goal. That's what you need, and it's just it wasn't happening from the entire team. I like Ben Sherrod's performance today. I thought he was blocking a lot of shots. I thought he was getting physical in the corners. Ben Sherrod's not a flashy type of defenseman, but he's going to win those board battles, and he's going to you know, kind of eat up those minutes like that. I, I, I liked his play today specifically. I think that's the role he has to play. But offensively, there's just absolutely nothing going for this team right now. And four teams have ever come back from a 3-0 deficit. Um, I haven't seen anything that says this team can. If, if they don't, if they come out flat again tomorrow, good luck, I guess. Mm-hmm. No doubt. We'll, we'll discuss more about that in the, the next segment. We're going to talk about some of the more mistakes and some of the lack of game management for the Panthers in the next segment. But first we're going to tell you all about athletic green. Our next and our next partner is the product that I've been starting using every day. I started taking AG one because sometimes you need a little bit of a break from the coffee and you need to try something different. So I've been trying athletic greens. So what is this stuff? It's one delicious scoop of AG one. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotic, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. With just one scoop and a cup of water, 
every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Back on this Monday, May 23rd edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. I'm Armando Velez. I got Alex Baumgartner from the Fifth Line 5R show of the Five Reasons Sports Network here. So, Alex, I'll, something that Randy Moeller spoke about on Doug Plagans' uh, Florida Panthers Insider show uh, spoke about how some of the issues of the Panthers has sometimes come down to game management. Spoke about the ending of game two. And we kind of also got a little bit of that at the end of the first period here in game three, where yeah. the Panthers, um, David Dwork also had a freeze frame of the Panthers kind of exiting the zone. And then the, the four then players the, were four players were going out. And then uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, it was Colton again, who had that opportunity on Bobrovsky. This time it's from, from the left circle, um, not in front, not in front of the net. And then, Regardless of whether we think that cross check on Patrick Hornquist was soft, which I think it could have been something that let let that could have been let go. However, the game within the game, the mental aspect of it, and just continuing to bite the Panthers and and just I I, I just don't know what it comes down to when it comes to the Panthers. Just when it comes to the end of the third period, it feels like they're a little bit mentally loose towards the end of the period because they think that they're heading into the <laughs> locker room with the score that's right there when a little bit of slip up here and here, here we go. It could have been another goal there. It happened in game two. They were lucky enough to not have that happen in game three. Look, I said it earlier in the show. They're, they they haven't played 60-minute hockey really at all this playoffs, and they haven't really played 60-minute hockey the entire regular season. Otherwise, you wouldn't have 29 comeback wins. That's true. Um, yeah, the regular season, you're able to get away with it. You know, the ice is a lot more open. There's a lot less to play for. This and that, this and that. I don't want to talk about the regular season. But, yeah, it's just, it's mistakes that you don't see from the Lightning as much. Um, the Lightning had one or two laps in their judgment today. It almost hurt them twice. Um, the Mammon one is a big one where Reinhardt hitting Mammon for the breakaway right at the beginning of the game, but they, they didn't let that deter them too much. They, you know, they turned around and, you know, they, they score after they score a little bit after that, um, Florida, it happened in game two. I've seen it happen multiple times this season. It happened today too. They try and. You know, they think they're getting out of the period or they want to get one more rush or something. And, you know, sometimes they want to make that extra play when sometimes you need to stay at home. That's what happened in game two. You can't have two defensemen go behind the net without a center supporting you in front. Even if the center supporting in front, you don't always want to jump the gap like that. There's only certain times you should really have two defensemen behind the net. And it's depending on how many guys are in the corner, how many guys are positioned on that side. It, it, these little things are just they're getting we're seeing it a lot more right now just because they're down in the series but 
you know, that's how you lose hockey games. They lost them game two. It, ha- it happening in the second period or the first period in a game in, in this game is, is not as bad as it happening with three seconds left in a game two when it's 1-1. But still, it's the mental mistakes. It's, you know, the little things. And sometimes we chip away at the little things in, in a game like this. And it didn't hurt the Panthers today. But um, it could have hurt them if it was a closer game. Mm-hmm. And and it, let's go back to the block shots um, the on the Victor Hedman penalty um, in the second period. Many great chances. And the Tampa Bay Lightning, I wrote this down, they had six blocks on that PK alone, yep. including that wide open net that Jonathan Huberto had. And Ryan McDonough just sticks his stick out and just finds a way. It's just like, man. These guys aren't going to get anything, anything today. <laughs> and I mean, sure, they got they got that one power play goal by Sam Reinhardt. I, look what happens when you fill the slot for for the Panthers. I mean, but that was just only one time. I mean, the 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 Lightning right before that on their first goal of the game that was that was a goal that was right in the slot deflected in. I mean, and and you see uh, Kucherov and McDonough play pitch and catch there, and they get a body right in front of the net and the the Panthers they they had so many chances on that Hornquist almost had a backhand puck retrieval and then get almost gets it through but short I I, I don't have the number on top of my head uh, I think it's like one for 28 now on the power play for the Panthers but man you're you're thinking that just had had they gone had they converted on the on the earlier ones earlier in the series we're not talking about 0 and 3 right now for the Panthers and there's not much worry about this power play unit that that is for the Panthers sure they got one out of the way but it's still <laughs> worth a conversation based on what how this unit is performed because that one that the that the Tampa Bay Lightning got six blocks on after they scored their first one it, it's still it's still a top of of conversation for this uh Panthers team like that power play was a disaster from the start Nick Paul breaks his stick, and the Panthers, specifically Barkov, does not expose that open side. There is something. I don't know what's going on with Barkov. I don't know what's happening with him right now. There was that the, the power play after that one. Even TNT called it out. He refused to give Ekblad the pass for the open one-timer. He kept going. To, there was one play where, where Tampa had no gap at all. Barkov, instead of hitting the easy pass, Huberto is this close to him, and he decides to spin and give it to Huberto. Huberto did not expect that puck to come. I don't know what's going on there. When Nick Paul broke his stick, they were not, you know, abusing that open side. Some of the shots from Barkov, I just don't understand on that power play. He's just shooting it to shoot it for the sake of shooting it. It's a five-on-three, basically, when the guy doesn't have a stick. And he fumbled the puck on the power play, too. This is your franchise player. And I'm not just going to call out Barkov. I'm just saying there's something up with him on this on the power. Today, like, he had the one chance he showed some drive. He almost scored. I, I just don't know why we don't see more of that. Because he can take over games. He literally had one chance today. One good rush the entire game. On a bad shot, it still goes through Vasilevsky's arm and then hits the inside of the post and goes out. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't understand. 
Yeah, and the the Barkov the Barkov the power play that you're talking about with Barkov refusing it to pass to Aaron Ekblad on the left side that was on the too many men on the ice uh, penalty for uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and yeah, Barkov Barkov had a great opportunity on that one that hit the post, and he had also had uh, two chances uh, right on the doorstep uh, for on on a loose puck. And two chances there, still couldn't get anything through. One of the few times that you actually get right there in front of Vasilevsky, and it's just and and we talked about it seven seven minutes into that third period, one shot on goal, and Bob on the other end was just keeping the Panthers in it. And again, the the, the broadcast spoke about how. If you were to tell me at the beginning of this series that the Panthers were down 0-3 to the Tampa Bay Lightning, I think a majority of us would would think that it's because of the goaltending. And it hasn't been the case at all. And Bob kept Bob kept Bob kept the Panthers at least reasonably in it, even though the the goal from Chernak, I, I don't believe there was traffic out in front and it got through the net. The Steven Stamkos one. The Steven that Stamp- was the one bad goal the entire playoff for Bob. That mm. was the one that he could have had back. That's that's we're nine, what ten games in, nine games in now. That's the one goal that he clearly got beat, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. I thought that was the only the the the, the only goal. one. That Stamkos and- one, like I said, you got a guy entering the zone, you're backing up transition. And there's an open one timer, like yeah, and he's still at 100 miles an hour. That's tough to stop. It's Steven so. Stamkos. There's not much else to say. After Ovechkin, he was he was the next one up before those injuries. He has two mm-hmm. cups. So he's doing pretty well for himself. Mm-hmm. And uh Jacob Winans also had a, a a tweet after the game talking about how this is uh the Tampa Bay Lightning kind of the core is is older than the than the about the talk about their core being older than the Panthers, but if you think about it, it, which he brought up a good point, saying how a lot of the a lot of the players actually on the Lightning are not that much older than the Panthers. Um, when it when it comes to the talk about, I'm, I'm going to pull up the tweet as we speak. Yeah, I, I, I saw the tweet. The, the one thing yeah. I have to say with that is the the Lightning had their oh shoot, do we blow it up moments. The things that I'm seeing right now from Panthers Twitter, I saw from the Lightning fans seven years ago. Like, oh, they lose in the cup final. Oh, then they lose to Columbus. Oh, what's going on? Like, can they win with these guys? Is, is this and that going to happen? Like, yeah, like Stamkos, Hedman, they have a lot of experience. They've been through it. But the Panthers have too. They have too. They don't have cups, but um, they've had their losses. They got their series win now. Um, let's see, well, I think we won the series to Toronto. Oh, hold on, that's, wrong the, tweet. that's the wrong tweet. Wrong tweet. Hold on. All right. There we go. That was the right. That this is the right. This is the right one. <coughs> so, all right. Gonna gonna read it word for word. Kucherov was picked in Hubie's draft. Braden Point was picked in Ekblad's draft. Vasi was picked a year before Barkov. The core is mostly the same age, except for Stamkos and Hedman by a couple of years. Well, and- look, the pan- the Lightning are older. The-, the Ryan McDonough, 
Zach Bogosian, Palat Maroon. There's a lot more than what we're looking at right there. Yes, they're they are a more experienced team. Like there's no denying it. They're they are more of a veteran team, just the way they're built. I mean, yeah. I don't, I really don't care how old the team is. They know how to mm-hmm. win. That's basically yes. all I care about. They know we we can sit here and look at the analytics. We can look at the numbers. I'm looking at the eye test. They know how to win. <laughs> they do. They and when you're willing to put your body on on the line for for your team and this is a and the Tampa Bay Lightning could easily just be satisfied with oh they ha- we have two cups we don't have to try but when you win that hunger of wanting more is there for them i mean Corey they- perry lost two cup finals to them and then he went there and now he's killing the panthers mm-hmm. that's another guy that's not young but who's been through his fair share of uh of playoffs when he was with the anaheim ducks won a won a cup in 07 yeah, i went to cup, multiple cup finals too like the guy i know was a play hockey yeah and um that that's really that's really they have the experience on their side but as far as some of the core players some of them are 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 the same age and just hey the <coughs> it, it just comes down to really leadership when it, at the end of the day the the leadership for the tampa bay lightning has been there stamkos has has produced their bottom six has uh, has produced kutrov is continuing to produce I mean, and this is three games of 11 F seven D for the Tampa Bay lightning as well. And multiple times, uh, players for the Tampa Bay lightning are going down the tunnel to get treatment as well. No answers for, for the, for this team. And it's, it's, uh, but listen, Jonathan Huberto spoke about it, um, that, you know, they said that they could come back. I know it's very unlikely. (laughs) <laughs> Only four times, the most recent one in 2014, where the LA Kings uh, came back against the San Jose Sharks in the first round. Prior to that was the Philadelphia Flyers against the Boston Bruins in 2010. I'm not ready to say it's over, um, but we'll we'll talk more about that in the next segment where we had some of the players and the coaching staff talk about that uh, and more uh, about just taking this one game at a time. We're going to talk about that more in segment number three. But first, we're going to tell you all about BetOnline. And BetOnline continues to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, Stanley Cup playoffs, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn to uh, more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. I'm Armando Velez. I got Alex Baumgartner here of the Fifth Line Five R Show of the Five Reasons Sports Network to discuss this uh, 0-3 hole that the Florida Panthers find themselves in. So, Alex, the find themselves in like i said in the last segment in a position that is very unlikely and only four teams have done it in nhl history once in baseball and zero times in the nba so if there's one sport that we've seen this more times than others it's it's the nhl 
And it just happened in the uh, Swiss League f- playoff final. Zurich was up three games to zero, and then Zoo came back and won in seven. Not the NHL, but that's a very competitive league. Mm-hmm. And who knows? And Jonathan Hubro spoke about how it's one game at a time. And I spoke about it right before game three. One game at a time for the Panthers. And we cannot worry about a game five. We cannot worry about a game six. We cannot worry about a game seven right now. What we got to worry right now is about game four. That And for those who – we realize it's a back-to-back right now for the Panthers. But in the playoffs, the – the chances are the teams are not going to go with their backup goaltenders on the second of, an, of a back-to-back in the playoffs. So expect Andre Vasilevsky tomorrow as well. Yeah. Andre Bobrovsky, he's played well enough that I wouldn't be surprised if he's <laughs> if he's starting. It's 100% going to be him. Yeah. But there, but who knows? Who knows? We never know with, with the Panthers. As well as he played, they might try to go off with that spark of Spencer Knight to 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 create a spark even though I highly doubt it. But with be, being down 03, I think this one is more likely to happen for the Panthers. I think we could see Jumbo Joe Thornton in, in game game 4 uh, yeah. uh for the Panthers. The chances I, I are gonna, we- I was going to tweet it out that uh I would scratch. I think they're going to scratch Lomberg. Um it's not that he's been playing bad, it's just he barely played today. Um, I think they're going to scratch Lomberg or Achari, one of those two. It's probably going to be Lomberg. Mm-hmm. Lomberg, Achari, it's time. a toss-up. And then, um, yeah, I think Jumbo I think Jumbo's going to play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I, 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 would, I, I really wouldn't doubt if they put Jumbo Joe just to create a little bit of a spark. And listen, the sparks can only help so much, right? You still got to put the pucks in front of the net. You still got to not. You still got to find a way to create shooting lanes too, and also credit to to John Cooper and his staff for closing out those lanes. But what what it comes down to really in Game Four is just not not a lot, put putting your more of your bodies on the line for the Tampa Bay Lightning on their opportunities and not passing it, it to the closed lanes on on your on in your offensive zone for the Panthers. That's really what it comes down to. And if we see less of those blocked attempts uh uh by the Lightning tomorrow, <laughs> there's a better chance that they win and Andrew Burnett, to quote Andrew Burnett on what he said after game 3, you win one and you bring it home and you're already you're already back at FLA Live Arena for game 5. So <coughs> That's the mindset for for me. I'm not t- I'm not even thinking about coming all the way back. I'm not thinking about that right now. Win game four, and 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 try to find a way to not allow Tampa Bay to get more of those blocked uh, shots or even passes. That's that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say. The, the, the blocks are coming because the Panthers are being indecisive with the puck in the zone. They're um they're trying to move it too much. That's why the, the sticks are deflecting them in the lanes. 
They're not doing anything on the transition, really. That's why the Lightning are having time to get into the lanes. The reason why the Panthers aren't blocking that many shots is because Tampa doesn't have as much... Tampa's not getting as much zone possession time. It's because they're just off the transition and they're quickly getting the puck towards the net. That's just how it's been the whole series. Florida has not been the offensive transition team they were in the regular season. They haven't showed that at all. Large part to what Tampa's been doing to them, but Florida just hasn't been able to adjust. Sometimes this team adjusts a little bit too late, and, you know, it's, it's looking like it's too late right now. It's looking that way, and when when you when you think of it with uh with uh with a coach on one side that has been there done that and even prior to winning Stanley Cup finals he's been to multiple eastern conference finals uh, a trip to the Stanley Cup final in 2015 before losing to Chicago and it's just <coughs> Andrew Burnett right now is being out coached too and of course these are it, it's it I, I don't know if growing pains is the appropriate word when you're thinking about a round 2 appearance for for the panthers but right now this has really got to andrew burnett himself we 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 challenged him right before the right before game four of the washington series and he responded with his fair share of line changes uh especially with the d pairs in round one what is his what is what is he personally for him what is he made of going into game four and People, if there isn't a, a second round exit for the Panthers, people might look at the whole, the amount you gave up for Sherratt and Giroux only to exit the second round. But still, you still make those moves if you really believe that you can contend. Really, it's all about putting it all together. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not going to shame Bill Zito for making those moves. He really believed in this squad, and and I I'm I'm backing Bill Zito on that one. It really right now is Andrew Burnett. What I mean, Giroux sco- scored a lot of goals this postseason. <laughs> like he's trying. I saw him on the, I saw them zoom in on the bench, and he said, "Let's go, boys!" Down three one. I mean, Claude Giroux wants to win with his team. It's that's why I say put Jumbo on that bench because. The only guys I saw yelling was Horny and Achari, really. Those are the two guys they zoomed in. They were yelling. I saw Giroux say something. Those are veteran guys that have been in cup finals, right? Like, they, he wants this one. No one's helping him out. Ben Sherratt's been, been to the cup final. He, he was blocking those shots. He was putting the battles in the corner. The, the, the Panther season is on the line tomorrow. All I can say is if they don't come out hot, if they don't, score the first goal and they got to play on their back foot once again you know you're not getting that game five that's all Mm -hmm. because tampa's not going to let you get that game five Mm. and the term that the panthers used chasing the game and it starts with that first goal every single game in this in in the series has been the tampa bay lightning scoring first Round one, the every every single time the the opposition scored. Hold on. Um, every time the opposition scored first uh, in the last four games, the the they were able to come back um, <coughs> with the Panthers in Game Six against uh, Washington. 
uh, last fr- um, a few Fridays ago, they were able to 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 uh, come back uh, in in that game as well. And really, it just comes down to scoring first for 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 the Panthers. Well, and, if they and... score first, then they'll have a chance. But they've only they've scored first in this series and haven't done anything after that. They've only scored once in each game. You gotta get the you gotta get the sticks going. That's basically it. Mm-hmm. You don't get the sticks going, you're going home. Yep. Win or go home tomorrow. And and um the for the for the lightning, they haven't they haven't lost back to backs at all since they got swept in twenty nineteen. You you start with one game at a time. You don't even worry about game five win game four and to get that stat correct for the first round series of for the for the panthers the the first two games of that series the team who scored first won in games one and two the rest of that way the team who scored first lost in 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 the in that series the florida panthers haven't found that way to come back but the thing is they don't even want to be in that position so score first and set the tone for 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 the Panthers, and that's what it comes down to. You said it starts with the sticks, and it starts with not allowing the the Panthers to get into those closed lanes by the Lightning um, when they're in transition. So that's what really what it comes down to. And hopefully, twenty four hours from now, we're talking. Well, well, this is a day game, but hopefully, over twenty four hours from 30 now, thirty hours from now. Yeah, somewhere around there. So we're talking about a a game five Wednesday night in Sunrise, Florida. But Alex, I want to thank you for hopping on this uh, live edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, an 0-3 hole for this team. Even though it's not looking good for the Cats, and, and you know, we're hoping that our coverage continues uh, past the Monday night. But tell everybody where they can find you online. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ablongerner 91 other than that, I don't know. I'm everywhere, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully the coverage continues. If not, Cancun flight leaves at 6. <laughs> uh, I, I hope you're not, you haven't booked it yet. So book, book it, book it, book it when the, the season's over. And we're, we're hoping, we're hoping it's after May 29th, no, no, past May 29th, which would be a game seven. So. So don't book it yet. One game at a, but one game at a time though. So let's let let's do one game at a time. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me as always, man. Thanks. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the pod the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark will be covering all the postseason activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure you listen to today's episode of Lockdown NHL. From first round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Lockdown NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez with Alex Baumgartner. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team.
every day.